So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first. Back off, man. I'm a scientist. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Welcome to the party, pal. Hey, come here. I got something good for you. Come on. Hey, welcome to your bi-weekly dose of lightsabers, infinity stones, and all things plastic. I'm Dave, all the way in Chandler, Arizona. We got we got Kevin. What's up, dude? I am Kevin, and I am here in the great state of Tennessee as of right now, experiencing that fall weather and experiencing, finally, believe it or not, episode 59 of the Toy Isle podcast. For real this time, Dave. I know we had a few we had a, we had a few technical issues last week. I'm glad to know that you're okay. I'm glad to know that uh, obviously the computer's okay. And uh, and it's awesome to be back with everybody. And for those that are along the ride with us, thank you for all that. Thank you for your continued support in the chat, leaving us the reviews, all that good thing. But, you know, Dave, I also want to make sure to say happy birthday. Because okay. on this day, in 1957, someone was born. Do you happen to know who that was? 1957. Uh, it's it's not Reitman, right? No, this may it's not even birthday. actually be. This may not be an actual person. Oh boy, um, he's a fictional character. 1957. Um, he's real popular around this time of year. Michael Myers. It is. October 19th, 1957 is the birthday of Michael Myers. Excuse me. Michael Audrey Myers. Correct. To, to be, to Correct. Be corrected. Because there, uh, there's a lot of Michael Myers out there. What's oh, up, yes. Mighty Mouse? <laughs> yes, we want to make sure to make sure we're not talking about the comedian Michael Myers. <laughs> um, but yes, the slasher, Michael Myers. Speaking of Halloween, um, Halloween Kills is out. Dave, did you get a chance to see that yet? Yeah, man. I did. Did you stream oh. it on Peacock or did you go to the theater? I uh, I cocked it. I cocked nice. it. You know. Um yeah. So we 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 went back and forth with like, oh, we're going to fucking run a movie theater and like do all this shit and then and then when um, you know, David Gordon Green was like, "Hey, we're actually going to do Oh no, it wasn't him. It was uh the uh uh Bloomhouse. Uh he was like, "Hey, we're going to we're going to do Peacock." And I was like, "All right. Well, I'm I'm going to be at the cabin that weekend. I I don't want to wait yeah, I'll just watch it at the cabin. So that's what we did. And I'm assuming you watched it, right? Well, I was going to go, and then I got a little bit uh, more intoxicated than I thought I was going to, and we didn't make it. So I've not yet seen it. Is it worth going to go see? Because I've heard some mixed reviews. Uh, it's very mixed reviews. Look, Halloween to me is kind of like know what you're going in. I mean, th- right. this is this like. This isn't going to be of- Citizen Kane. Yeah, think of it like it's the same shit when people go to like a Godzilla or kaiju movie and they're like, ah, it was awful. What did you (laughs) what did you what were you getting out of this? You know what I mean? So um, I I don't want to get, you know, spoilery by any means. But yeah, I I enjoyed it. You know, being a big fan of the, the franchise, I enjoyed it. I definitely like what David Gordon Green is doing more than the Rob Zombie you know, uh, uh, version for, for sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good time. I mean, but yeah, there, there are some people that are like, uh, producer Matt, he thinks it's the worst one in the whole franchise. Well, that is impossible. There's no way it can be the worst of all time because there are some real stinkers, uh, in the Halloween franchise. Curse of Michael Myers is pretty bad. Is that, is that the curse of the thorn, right? Uh, that is, uh, five, I believe. Either way, there's there's been a few yeah, in there that are, that's pretty rough. 
But um, but What's I will up, be KJ? getting around to I will be getting around to seeing that. Um, but you know, there's lots of stuff going on, man. From movies to trick or treaters to all kinds of stuff. I mean, I'm, I guess we might as well just jump right into the Jedi Council and get our you know get our shit together yep. and start rolling here. And in a little bit of somber news, just because well, this is a toy aisle podcast, when you talk about toys, I do think it's important to at least uh, last week talk about um, the passing of Hasbro CEO. Um, probably a little bit unexpected, but that's never a good thing whenever someone loses a leader. And so we just want to make t- take a couple thoughts and you know for for that as well. Yep. Yeah. Rest in, rest in power, man. Uh, yeah. Brian Goldner, uh, 59, uh, yeah. Battle of cancer, um, a, a quiet battle. Um, I, I don't think it was, you know, out there, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's always sad to hear stuff like that. Um, and, uh, yeah, prayers out to, you know, his, his family and, uh, the team over at Hasbro there, but, uh, Let's uh let's get into I, I want to talk about my trip, man. It's been, it's, I, been it's I know. I was so excited knowing that you were going for one. And for those people who are like, what happened to the Vi Weekly? Well, they went on a trip, y'all. It's cool, it's cool. So Dave, tell me, where did you go? What did you do? The the ball is in your court, man. Yeah, thank you. So so we I won't spend a whole lot of time on it because you know, as as much as I think people love to hear me fucking talk, you know, I do. <laughs> um, I, I'm not going to talk about my vacation for an hour by any means. But we did a proper like vacation. Like I think this is the first like vacation my kids will like remember. We did a week long deal in in California, um, and we did four days in San Diego. And then we spent four days in uh, Anaheim. We got on rise of the resistance, man. We fucking did it. I was so, I was so stressed that to like get on that because it, 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 it was going to ruin my fucking trip. Like, it, yeah. you know, you got to do that 7am, get a board. Yeah, you got to get in the queue. Did you have, did you have back? Obviously you got in, but did you have backup people like possibly trying to get like, everyone that had a cell phone trying to get in that queue and it just worked first try. Hey, what's up, Dave? Um, yeah. So first try. Yes. Uh, so I, I, I've, I've, you know, I'm on, I'm on the Reddit forums, you know, so I, I was kind of like tricks and tips. So I made sure I did it from our hotel. So right at like six fifty eight. Um, actually, uh, beforehand the night before I walked around the hotel to find, um full bars okay yeah that, I, that is I, some good strategy i found a spot i got my ass all the way up to the top floor uh like the fucking like ninth floor of the hotel did you and, really you really went and scouted out a spot to get the best signal okay yep and 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 i did i i got i got i found a spot with all uh full, full uh full uh bars because i didn't want to use wi-fi i right. like i was too, all, too, I was all sketchy on that two sides and um so i got four bars there i'm like okay i'm i'm golden and then you know woke up went over there at 658 and then i was just i just fucking were you like, sweating hung. though oh oh yeah okay. i was a yeah. mess i was shaking and then I, <laughs> I i hadn't fucking eaten since like lunch the day before so i was just like a just not a healthy Damn. person probably at the time and uh, I, I was literally like just my my finger over the fucking um the join button and then dude that shit hit and then i i, I hit it and i got like i got an early boarding group we nice. um nice we because they, they count your weight even though the park doesn't open up until eight o'clock they count your weight like 
right at seven. So it was like, your boarding group will be in like 120 minutes. And I was like, that's like an hour after the park opens up or whatever. Shit, so I mean, get the kids and let's go. Yeah. So we, we got there for rope drop. Um, and, uh, yeah, we fucking knocked it out right away and dude, it was, a, it was fucking amazing, man. Yeah. I mean, it was everything that, you know, everyone has talked about. It was, it was unreal, dude. Um, kids loved it. We just, we had a great time. So that was the first day we pretty much did Batu the first day. Then the next day we had passes to Oogie Boogie's bash at California yes, adventure. Yes. Never have done that before. Um, really fun. I mean, I don't know what the percentage is for you know how how many people they let in but it was like noticeable like you you're not bumping in anybody you know what i mean like you got ton of space i don't think we waited any longer than like 10 minutes for a ride See, that's the way it should be that's the way it should be yeah i i definitely recommend you know the oogie boogie party it was it was it was a lot of fun the parade was awesome but uh yeah i bought, bought a lot a lot of shit i don't I'll we'll get into it here, but as you can see, Mighty Mouse called out that I'm I'm in a prison. I pretty much am. So I'm going through a huge fucking toy room renovation right now. I have my shit all over my house. I have the the most insane amount of anxiety about all of this. Right. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't really have that much to show, but uh yeah, so that was that was my trip, man. It was it was fucking awesome. We, you know, one of the things I loved about it. I know you were talking about the kids. I think you put this one little thing on Instagram where it shows you and your boy. I guess at Rise of the Resistance, and you put this legacy, and yeah. I loved that because you you got me in, in me cold heart. Where in I was like, oh, he's dead he, heart. He's he's gonna make me cry or tear up a little bit, make me want one of those little things. And I was like, you know what? That's what it is all about. And yep. the fact that you said, hey, this is hopefully a trip that all the kids are gonna remember and they totally. can look back on that. That that's awesome to hear, man. I'm glad to hear that for you. Thank you. Yeah, dude. That 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 was that was really cool. Like, cause it 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 it, it, it pains me to say this, but like Connor's not really into Star Wars at all. <gasps> I know. And um. But that that like he hasn't stopped talking about yeah. Star Wars yeah. now, and I'm like, there we go. That's all we had to do. I just had to fucking escape from the First Order, you know. And, <laughs> and now he's now he's now he's into Star Wars, you know. So it 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 was cool to to do all that for sure. It's funny to hear the uh, the polar opposite of your Disney trip. Uh, you know, sitting there making memories with the kids, and me and my wife are getting drunk at Bell's, <laughs> at, at Bell's Castle at Be Our Guest. But totally. uh, you know, di different strokes, different folks, man. You know, different different areas of life, I suppose. Yeah. But um, but that's exciting to hear. But you know, speaking of your display room, you know, I know you're in getting ready to kind of move some of those things around. You got a brand new ideas. You've shown me some behind the scenes. I'm pretty excited for you about it. But Dave, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk a little bit about my displays right now, yes. because I don't Ooh, know if you've heard. I don't smooth know if you've transition. Heard, yeah, I, I don't know if you've heard about this, but there's a company out there called Figset, and I am all in on this company. And give you an idea what it is, and stop me if you've heard about this before. Is that we all have detoffs. You can look behind me, and you can see these, and. You know, frankly, they're a little bit boring from time to time. You know, it's just glass cabinets with things sitting in it. But what if I could tell you, Dave, that there was an opportunity for you to liven up those shelves and give it a little bit of life? Would you be interested? Yeah, man. I I, I think I'd even, like, go ahead and start a company about it. it it's, a, <laughs> it's a great idea. And if you guys aren't reading between the lines here, this is a little bit of a, a joint venture that Dave had kind of put his mind to. And Figset uh, was able to get out some 
you know, I guess you want to call them samples to me to kind of give an idea of see what these are like. And man, they're awesome. And I was able to get some, uh, some, I got my Guardians of the Galaxy. I got my Death Star walls. I got my Game of Thrones. And so what it is, is for those that may not know what we're talking about, it is just, I guess, not decals, but I guess they're just pictures that you kind of put behind you know, the, the walls of your DTOF to give an atmosphere and give an environment for those those figures to live in. And I did a little review of that. It's on my YouTube channel. Um, it comes expertly packed, by the way. So thank you, Dave, for making sure that it was not bent or destroyed or anything like that. Um, and, and I loved them. And so I'm all in on, you know, grabbing some more of these for myself and for anybody out there checking it out, check out figset.com. Um, they're always gotten some good deals going on. Do you want to say anything more about Figset? No, no, thank you very much for that 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 amazing feedback there, Kevin. Um, really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I really think that it's it fills a need in in the community. And uh, you know, we just gotta kind of get the word out there. And I, I've just been excited to see you know, like obviously what you did with your pictures are fucking awesome. So um, looking forward to see what the community does with them and uh, just a bunch of cool shit like that. Um, speaking of the community. And speaking of cool shit that people are doing in the community, I just want to give a quick shout out to the Yes Have Some crew. We, mm. we talk about them often, and they went to New York Comic Con last weekend. Yeah, last weekend. Or was it last weekend? Yeah, a couple weeks later, ago, I think. A couple weeks ago. Yep. And they kind of went on the whim. We, you know, everyone knew there was going to be a Ghostbusters panel, but no one knew for sure if there was going to be a, a screening there is some clues and you know some assumptions but there is no you know if you went thinking that that was going to happen and didn't happen you were you're going to be shit out of luck right so i don't think they even really knew that it was going to happen and they got to see the fucking movie and i, I just think awesome. it's That's i think incredible. it's so cool there's there's not a harder working you like content creator collective than those guys. Like they're always producing super creative stuff, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's like doing cassette tapes, which I just, I just bought one of their cassette tapes. Like <laughs> it's just, it, it's, uh, it's just really great. And I couldn't be more happy uh, uh, that they were able to see the movie. Um, it's, it's just, it's awesome. Um, and uh, dude, what 30 days out? Like, yeah, you, I think you, we're, I think we're officially a month out. I think it's November 18th is when it comes out. Um, so a month out as of yesterday. I, I'm shocked that you're doing this, Dave. But you and I talked about this a little bit off the air. But there is a new international trailer out there. that I guess it's the, quote, final trailer. And you are staying away from it, which I, uh, which I respect because you want to go in completely fresh. And I respect that because... Um, Obviously, Ghostbusters means something to you. It is on your shirt right now, which is pretty cool. So you said your expectations are high, and you're going in there to get the full experience. So, Dave, I can't wait. That's my birthday week, by the way. So that's what I'm oh. doing for my birthday. Yeah. And that, um, yeah, that, that's my wife and I's 10th. 10th year anniversary that weekend too <laughs> so we, we will be forever yoked between marriage and birthdays yeah. and ghostbusters so uh that, that's coming up in 30 days so yes have some that is awesome for them um i can't wait this is probably as you had said one of my most anticipated yeah. um movies you know of of all time coming um i'm looking forward to that and we'll talk a bit about, about a few more uh, movie things coming up here in a minute but I guess we should get into a little bit of plastic. Um, that being the Hasbro Pulse Con 
coming yeah. up. Um, I think that, what is that, next week, the 23rd, I believe is when that is? Uh, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it kind of it, it kind of snuck up on me. Yeah. I mean, like, we, I know we both got, like, a ton of shit going on, but, like, I, I kind of, like, I didn't forget about it, but I just thought that it was, like, still a ways out. And, uh, yeah, man, I mean, like, I was, I was seeing some of the acts. Like, what was it last year was Fallout Boy, I believe. Yeah, there were some interesting musical choices, to say the least. Dude, Weezer? Like, I'm all fucking in. I fucking yeah, love Weezer. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm in there. They have I your mean, attention, huh? They, they have my attention. Is it necessary? It's, it's a fucking toy company. We don't need a music act. I mean, I, it's cool, but like, we don't need it. Like, I think, I think what we would want is Ghostbuster figures that they, yeah. they also announced that they're not going to have any Ghostbuster reveals. So it's, you know, of course, I have to complain about something. So, <laughs> um let's do That's that oh man you know let's let's complain how are you like you, you they're going into the movie and i get it i get it this movie's fucking been like doomed for like 30 years right <laughs> you know what i mean it's been on and off on and off covid and whatnot so like maybe it was hard for them to get their their timeline set for pr- releasing figures but it's like how are you gonna have you know your your biggest convent convention and, and you got afterlife premiering in you know or not premiering but like coming out in weeks and you don't have any toy reveals so that seems like a total fail um what are you expecting out of the star wars team well i think they teased honestly that they're going to be finally showing the rancor um from the Haslab, and i think that they need to really <laughs> deliver on that because of i think we were planning to talk about it a couple weeks ago about the absolute shit show of them blaming the fans for the yeah. uh, for the razor crest debacle and it's like, it's it's specifically your fault and yes. my fault because because we backed it because too many people backed it you know we're going to delay this bad boy which i heard that it is in the united states now so I, if yeah you're, if you're a united states listener and you backed it at least that's a good sign um so i think we'll probably get a few more updates about the razor crest but i really want to see about this rancor to see if it's going to work. And what does he say in Sharks Up for? Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How how's Evander Kane's twenty one game suspension going? Oh, anyways, um, yeah. Well, they they might touch on that, right, Kev? Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, "Hey, good news, rancor or um, uh, Razor Crest." You know, we're gonna, it, you know, it's stateside now. Yeah. You know, we'll start shipping it out. Um, so maybe they went with the like we're gonna hit him with bad news, you know, <laughs> you know first, and then kind yeah. Of give, you Do you know. want the good news? Or you want the bad news first? Yeah. But I, I really think that they, uh, just from a reveal standpoint, I really want to see the Black Series Omega. I know it's in the pipeline, but I really want to see what that's going An to actual, look like. Yeah. Because whenever they did the Rebels figures. I mean, they turned out okay, but I don't know if they're exactly... Because it, it's a weird, it's an animation thing that they're trying to turn into, you know, real life. Right. Um, so I really want to see how Omega's going to be. Um, that's the one reveal. Omega, sorry. With Rika. Omega. Omega and Rika and Hanta. Um, I want to see kind of how that turns out. But I, I think it should be interesting. Um, I, I'm loving the comments tonight, man. These are pretty Dude, good. What's, what's up, Jay Rue? <laughs> um, all right, so let, let me ask you this. Okay, so... I, I've noticed, you know, the the whatever the releasing the deployment of, you know, um, uh, the bad batch, you know, of course they're not going to just have a wave of the bad batch figures because, like, I mean, 
that that makes too much sense right so they got to stagger out the figures i think we finally got them all but it's taking you know we're still missing echo though we do need echo true so so when the first figure i think maybe crosshair was the very first one or maybe hunter to when we get um echo fuck that might be like a year right I don't know what the secondary market is on uh, some of the, you know, like the Hunter and the Crosshair. You might even be able to still get them out in retail. But would it be too crazy to think that they might do that Rebels type re-release or that um, uh, the The Rebels, the Rogue One, where they like do a a release it again in like a nice little package set or a box set? You know, I, I I doubt we'll see anything like that on the Comic Con. I definitely think it's 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 a it's a safe to say you know, we'll we'll get the Rancor details for sure. Yeah. Um, maybe a hint at a tier. They're not going to show us or tell us, you know, what tiers they're 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 gonna yeah. they're gonna have in mind. But well, as I've said before, um, and I love that idea of possibly getting the whole batch eventually in kind of a, a package deal, kind of re release. I think it's too kind of short live to be able to yeah be able to get that now and yes i would 100 percent agree if the legends expectations are low who always you know knock it out of the park then the black shoes are probably going to be even lower um but the one thing i need to see from the rancor is i need that seamless body i need a seamless body and i will highly highly consider it because if it's in there you know i might be feeling pretty good about that yep so okay so say you know we get the details on the HasLab, whether it's like, okay, here, here it is. It's going to be available. So, you know, it's the campaign's going to start tomorrow in the afternoon or whatever. Right. <clears throat> I would say my guess would be it'll go on. The ordering will start next week. You know, if the, the things on Saturday, they'll open it up next week. That's just my guess. I have fucking no clue, but that, that'd be what I put my money on. Do they go, as far they at Hasbro, do they go as far to double dip? You know, we're seeing more and more of these Has Labs, right? Like we just got the Galactus funded. We just fucking got that other whatever Sentinel the shipping. Um, Sentinel shipping, but the uh, dark Sa- not the dark saber, uh, victory saber, the transformer oh, Gundam yeah, looking thing. That. Yeah, you know, and so that that was going on right that after one went Galactus. Real under the radar. Uh, yeah, I, I I'm pretty sure it got funded. Um, but so do, do we, does GI Joe maybe hint at doing one? Um, does Marvel, you know, do we think Marvel legends would get another one right after that? No way. Right. I mean, uh, we've talked about this a lot. Um, if anything, I really think it would probably be another legends again. I think that they obviously have the track record showing that people are going to put up, people are going to put up stupid numbers to get these, you know, giant figures, but, um, and I know some people are already, you know, screaming for a new apocalypse or something like that or right. something, something along those lines. And you, they, they've done the big figures. They've done the Sentinel. They've done the Galactus. And if you go back to the original Toy Biz 3, you know, the next one would be Apocalypse, uh, essentially. And so yeah. I think you could do a lot of stuff with um, Apocalypse. So I wouldn't be surprised to see the Marvel Legends team come out and say, hey, you know, the Age of Apocalypse is coming. Especially if, you know, they have an Age of Apocalypse um, wave, you know. Sure. Uh, I know they already have that deluxe figure, but they may do, you know, a classic, you know, giant Apocalypse. So who knows? Who knows, man? Right. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it's... Uh... 
It'll be interesting to see what they do. I, I definitely think that they're looking at HasLab as like a very profitable course, uh, you, you know, venture now, you know, when the sail barge came out, it was probably like, let's just get her fucking feet wet. And then now it's like, oh, do you shit. think that's part of their business model now to where they consider that a branch of kind of their production that they will always constantly doing, you know, has labs. I mean, it obviously minus the cookie monster, obviously it's been very <laughs> successful to get yeah. funded and it's money in their pocket and people are just continuing to lap it up. But the thing that scares me the most, and we've talked about this ad nauseum, is that eventually something's not going to get funded if because they, they're going to keep moving the goalposts, and yep. you're not going to be able to have, okay, well, here is Apocalypse, 50,000 backers to get this, you right. know? And I don't think, you know, 50,000 is out of the realm of possibility, depending on, you know, what the actual yeah. product is. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I definitely think that there's going to be something that unfortunately is going to uh, be the victim of them testing that that kind of remember those, when we thought it was going to be Galactus out. yeah but but like <laughs> i mean even with this like i what if they put something fucking astronomical whether it's the price or whatever it's the backer count and it doesn't get funded but if 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 they just kind of gave it a like a reasonable amount whether it's the price or the the backer count it would have got funded so you're you're right they are going to why, why would they stop? You know, they're, they're in business to make money. So, um, I totally understand that, but like, I, I do, I do think that this is becoming a very lucrative, you know, segment of their business because they're basically a bank at this point, you know, <laughs> they they're, really they're, are. They're, they're getting, I, I don't have the numbers obviously in front of me, but whatever the backer account was, you know, they're sitting on like, five six million dollars or whatever right like without even shipping it a single piece nothing like i i know that's not gross you know gross profit obviously but like they still don't they're still not shipping anything for you know a, a year so it's um it, it's it's a cool thing I, I mean i'm all about the crowdfunded uh way to do it I, I think it's great i love that other companies are doing fuck i mean could you imagine if NECA did something like this uh, I mean that that is something interesting to definitely see because I think within price structures, I think if it's something that people want and the price structure makes sense, people back it. it, it it's that simple. I know. Terror drone. Yeah, I mean the. Can you imagine like a giant, you know, NECA six inch, you know, turtle. You know, what what would a fucking like what I, I I know I got some turtle heads in yeah. in, in the chat here, but what would you guys think a fucking NECA? What is it? The Terror Drone. What do you think a, a NECA in scale six inch Terror Drone would, would run? I'm like I'm thinking like six seven hundred dollars, like I, I or super or fair. super seven. I think, super I seven? think five would be fair. If it's super seven, it's going to be like seven fifty. Uh, yeah, because be that that that's that's what their Motu, uh, you know, uh, Snake Mountain was. I think that was yeah. like in the seven eight hundred. Yeah. But if you I think mean, about what the scale, if you, if it scales back to the way the old, uh, you know, the old eighties versions were, I mean you. I can see it being, I'm trying to think about how much bigger it would be. You can't really see me on here, but I think it'd be like that. Uh, yeah. And right around 700. I think that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like. Uh, with, with some mousers as the tier. Yeah. 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 I mean, dude, the tiers would be ridiculous. I, I definitely think Super 7 and NECA. I, I think the party wagon is, you know, on, on deck. I think Randy's like hinted at that. Um so I, I definitely see them 
going that route. But it, it, NECA, I mean, I don't think they've done any kind of crowdfunding thing like that. So that just might be just a normal, hey, we're going to build a fucking, you know, uh, a sewer set. It's going to be yeah. $600. And if Give you want it. Blimp. Let's get the fucking blimp. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, all right. But I mean. Is there anything that you're excited about? I, I, I'm excited, obviously, to see Weezer. But I'm I was going to say, it's going to be the set list to see. I'm excited. Uh, the G.I. Joe team, I want to see what they have because they've, they've been they've pretty been quiet. quiet. They've been real quiet. So I hope we get details on the, the, the bat. Um, I mean, I'm optimistic. I'd love to see a hint at a HasLab. Not even like... So if they're doing the Rancor HasLab, say it starts... Next week, what is it usually a month, you know? So if they're like, hey, we're going to throw a teaser and it's just like maybe the commercial. Well, it's been like two, three months since they announced Rancor, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, that you know, they, they could tease a, a yeah. G.I. Joe one and be like, it's going to be fucking the beginning of the year or like whatever. And then it's just like a tease of like the uss flag like yeah, the old, cobra logo or something like yeah, that hasbro commercial yeah yeah yeah, yeah dude that, so that would be sick um yeah i just they've been pretty quiet man so i'm looking forward to see what the uh the gi joe team does out of all the properties that's i'm pretty excited i don't have that much you know uh hype for what the star wars team is gonna do <laughs> other other than the what rancor. do you think what give me the details Pat- on the rancor i was gonna say what do you think patrick's big blunder is going to be on this one do you oh think he'll even have God. anything ready for the presentation do you think he'll even have anything there Dude, be it, like, oh it, i thought it was tomorrow but uh i guess we'll talk about this he's he's gonna have a better backdrop than than i am he'll he'll probably <laughs> have he'll probably have like just like uh you know like when you put like the the screen over the zoom meeting it's just gonna yeah. be like just like fake toys behind him to make um, it look like he actually cares. His, yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's move out of here. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so pretty exciting about that. Let's, I mean, we're already talking Star Wars. Uh, you, you know, do you want to talk about some some hot toys around that at all? Or what, yeah, what do you want to do? I do because we finally had some big drops. I mean, I guess it's been almost a month since we've done a show, Dave. And it has. so we were complaining, I think, that where's all the hot toys? Where's all the releases? All it is is pre-orders. I'm collecting pre-orders. And so that's what all anybody was ever talking about is, you know, how many pre-orders you had with nothing to show for it. And then, you know, you know Hot Toys essentially said, all right, hold my drink, bitch. And so they just started throwing everything at the wall. And so we were able to get you know, the Shore Trooper released. We were able to get Lando ahead of schedule. We got the Death Watch Mandalorian ahead of schedule. And then the big one that people were clamoring for forever is Captain Rex was officially released. Yep. And, you know, obviously I, I took a few photos of that and threw it on my IG. And he is every bit as cool as you would hope him to be. He's got a great, awesome, great presence. Especially if you have, like, any of the 501st, like, clones. Yep. Um, they fill up a shelf real, real nice, and he looks really, really good. But I think the big thing that we want to talk about here is that all these releases are awesome, and you know, be like, oh yay, that's great. They released in Hong Kong. I'll see you seven months from now. Yeah, you know, yeah. W- once it gets stateside. But Dave, Sideshow's got a new strategy apparently, and I want to talk about it with you to see if we can't get to the bottom of it. I don't think we're going to Sherlock Holmes any of this by any means. But I remember. I was sitting on the toilet, you know, I was sitting on the bidet, you know, not too long ago. I was sitting on the bidet having water shot up my ass and I was like, okay, I got an email from, it says (laughs) your Death Watch Mandalorian is preparing to ship. I'm like, 
the fuck? And I look down at my phone, I'm like, that's gotta be a mistake. This hasn't even been released yet. What in the world is going on? I'm like, hmm, that's strange. And so then I get another email. Your Lando Calrissian, yeah, <laughs> your Lando Calrissian is getting ready to ship. I was like, hold on, this doesn't make any sense. And so I was scrolling through and going immediately to Reddit, obviously, to make sure that's, where, that's the sure. lifeblood of everything. And it says, gotta be an error, gotta be an error, gotta be an error. No way this is true. And then some guy, some wise ass, got on there like, just talk to Sideshow Support. They said it is real, guys. It is real. They are coming. So they, in tandem with Hong Kong, were releasing them stateside and Hong Kong at the same time. So we got the shipping notice that, you know, the Death Watch was coming before the product photos even showed up in Hong Kong. So it makes you ask the question... What is going on? Rewind the clocks back a couple weeks ago. There was that big stink about them trying to shut down a bunch of the resellers and like third-party distributors. Yep. They're saying, you are stealing our sales because we have an exclusive contract with you. Stop buying up our batches and selling them for outrageous money. And then, because our people, like me, um, aren't getting them from Sideshow anymore. So I think they either came to an agreement or a deal, because I don't know if you've looked out your window in a while, but there's a little bit of a shipping crisis um, across the globe right now. So they are air freighting some packages in, but I think it's selective at this point, because obviously Rex was released at the exact same time as the Death Watch Mando, but Sideshow only got the Death Watch Mando at the same time. But Rex stayed in Hong Kong. He's still not shipping from Sideshow. They actually pushed it back further. So I guess the question is, Dave, what is their strategy? Because it, we'll talk about it you know, with Marvel as well. They did the same thing with uh, Spider-Gwen, uh, Miles PS5. You know, They just really kept releasing all these things. Yep. So what is their strategy? And do you think this will work? And I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I mean, may, maybe they're testing it out, right? And if they are test, I mean, that would explain why it's not across the board, right? And if they are testing it out, I I see no issue other than, you know, insert the Hulk, like, it's a win, you know? Like, I consider uh, this an absolute win. <laughs> because, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it's going to kind of, I don't know if it cuts out to middleman, but... um it's just a, a more direct to consumer right and know. for those that don't know is that sideshow is the only the only north american distributor for hot toys and so they do have kind of you know they're they have a monopoly on the market right? yeah so i will propose this is that as a patron of sideshow as well as you know an affiliate with you know some hong kong resellers because i don't want to wait 15 months to get my figures i want them now now so um money now i want my money now it's my figure i want it now um so if sideshow said okay here's what we're going to do we worked out a deal that if you pre-order you're guaranteed to get the air freight first batch I would be all over that, and they'd yeah, have every okay. single they'd have every single one yep. of my pre-orders. That way, they know and they can make a smart financial decision. Say, okay, I'm just throwing numbers out there. I don't know what these batch numbers are. If they said, okay, Hot Toys, we have 300 of the Venoms um, pre-ordered. Give us 300 of the Venoms, air freight them, and then you can put the rest on the boat of whatever our allotment is, and then that's how we do our inventory. That makes sense to me because that way they know exactly how many they're getting. They fulfill it, and I'll. I'll even say I will pay an extra 10 bucks or I'll pay a little bit extra. I'll pay a premium to be a part of that first batch. They have to have been thinking about this and testing it out. And I hope it worked out in their favor because, I mean, I I love the resellers that I work with, you know, in Hong Kong. But I would love the convenience of being able to get them and keep my sideshow points and different things like that. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, it's uh that, that it's super interesting. I, I I didn't know that there were, I didn't put two to two together about the release. I I did get like bombarded with emails. Uh, you know, hey, it's releasing, and um, I and but I got the one about the Captain Rex being delayed. Uh, so, so I I think it was like December now is when it, I'm supposed to get mine. Right, um, right. But uh, y- yeah, man. Um, it's 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 pretty cool. I think. Yeah, and it, the last thing I'll say about it is that I think the real test is going to be when, because the rumor has it is that Ahsoka and Boba Fett, the the two pack, the uh, bald, yeah, the, the, the nomad. nomad, the nomad Boba, nomad Boba and Ahsoka are the next two up. So I'd be interested to see if we get tandem. if if we're going to get a tandem one or see if it's going to yeah. be one and the other. Like I, I can see them pulling the Rex deal and keeping Ahsoka in you know hong kong and shipping boba over um but we'll see we'll see and i'm really hoping that they may figure that out um that that'd be a huge win for collectors especially north american collectors for sure has that uh is that ahsoka on a wait listed yet or is that that still available it's not it's available for pre-order but it makes you wonder like if they going back to you know my strategy just go and hire me because obviously i know everything but um if they said okay you know here is you know, just for example, you know, Carnage went up for pre-order. Like, here's here's Carnage for pre-order. Get in and pre-order within the first 30 days, and you're guaranteed to be on the air freight yeah. um, thing. And then they shut it down. And you can still keep up. You can still pre-order it, and you'll get your allotment, but it's going to be coming, you know, at a different mm-hmm. time. And I'd be fine with that. And they would have every single one of my pre-orders because say what you want about, I guess, their, some of their strategies, but they have the best customer service you can get, and they are the yep. best. Um, Sideshow absolutely kicks ass on that. I, I think there's so there there's a lot to it with um you know just procurement right around toys not not just uh you know hot toys but like Hasbro and everything else yeah, everyone's and really it, struggling right now if 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 you gave the consumer an option to pay more money but you gave them priority or guaranteed you know allotment or something like that like there's a people. There's an audience for that. There's fucking psychopaths like you that just want to buy, just like buy shit like right away. You know what I mean? Like, it, and I would do that. Like, it, I, I would pay a premium, which is what I thought the Hasbro Pulse premium was supposed right. to we be. We probably need to talk about that too. <laughs> but like, yeah, like there, there is, uh, there is a, a, an audience there, and um, yeah, I, I, I man, I need to fucking open up like a, a, a like. Patrick needs to hire me. I'd, right. I'll work I, with Patrick. Yeah, you 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 will you will write the ship, buddy. So you you can get in there, and I think that'll be good. But um, wow. What, what well, there, yeah, I I love that one. So I don't, I don't uh, think Denny's come with the bidet though. I'm at Marie Callender's, you asshole. Um, well, let okay. Are are we done here? Are you ready to get into tipping the scales? I do because I want you to see this, okay. uh, D- Dave. You obviously were watching What If, right? Yes. So this is something that I think is really, really cool that I just want to share with you is that I would love for this to be a reality. This is the Queen Studio Sculptor, and they'd made a sculpt, essentially, of if Ultron would have won. And look at this bad badass. Is this supposed to be cut off like that? I'm assuming it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of like a bust. But if you want to click over on the next image, it shows like the... uh, 
Yeah, there's like a little arrow there in the corner. Yeah. Oh, there we so, go. So yeah, check these out, man. I mean, these are so sick. We know Queen Studios makes incredible pieces. Unreal shit. Dude. Unreal. Unreal. And bust. I mean, look at this like vision. I mean, it's absolutely uncanny. If they were to make a six scale fa- figure of this, um, I would be all over it, man. But it's so cool, and I, I would love just any figure of this what if thing. I, I, yeah. I'm not exactly. A big fan of, you know, Hydra Stomper and, you know, Star-Lord T'Challa. But this one, this one I like. This is cool. See, out of all the what-if uh, scenarios and whatnot, um, hot toy-wise, I, I I would take a zombie cap. I mean, that's, that's some or any of the zombie kind of um, figures. I think that's just so fucking cool. I love that episode so much. But this right. is rad, too. Yeah, I mean. This so- is amazing, actually. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's incredible. I mean, there's obviously extremely talented people out there, uh, far more talented than me. I can't even hang a TV. You and I were talking about that. Oh I can't even hang a picture. Damn it. Um, so uh, I just wanted to share that with you as far as tipping the scales. And Dave, it it, it makes me want of. Uh, oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. So Galaxy Warlord. There's that uh, that great third, name. That, great that, name. That, that, that third party name. Um, this was actually supposed to be on its way to me, but there was this typhoon in China that wrecked my ships that were trying to get this to me. So it's delayed, but it is released. Um, I saw some reviewers saying it, so it'll be good to have Ronin back in the uh, in the display there with my guardian sitting next to my beautiful fig set. It's going to be looking really, really good. How, how is Hot Toys not made a fucking? figure this yet um I, I think maybe they have a rights issue or a likeness issue or if yeah. you know anything about hot toys they just hate making villains <laughs> i mean i'm yeah. looking at my shelf right now and i have like four villains total um <clears throat> that are not you know third party uh, it, it's interesting but I, I love that and so i thought that looked good but this this is something fun that i wanted to talk with you dave because if, if we can we were talking about this a little bit last week before um your comp- computer blew up but <laughs> We're going to do the time warp because it's that time of year where we're trying to be spooky. And, you know, if hockey horror picture film, they're like, let's do the time warp. So we were talking about going back in time. And I would like to propose this to you as well as, you know, our studio audience. But I just want to talk about some of the things that we miss from our childhood. This is our segment of the week, you know. I just want to talk about the things that we miss from our childhood and whether that is, you know, surge that is keeping you up all night to fuel your gaming addictions or whether it's just something simple as Chuck E. Cheese. You know, I think that's a, that's important too. Um, what are some things that Dave, that you miss about your childhood? Yeah. Um, I, I couldn't wait to talk about this. Uh, I mean, we obviously already kind of did a, a little bit, um, I forget what brought this up. Uh, it's because you were trying to build a blockbuster in your house. <laughs> oh, let's get in our pickups. Or yes, we'll, we'll 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 do that after this uh, this top three. But yeah, yes, that that's what started it. My You're new building fucking, a damn blockbuster. My new handle VHS sixty six junkie. Uh, that's gonna be my store. My uh, my rental uh, ninety nine cent rentals with a twenty dollar uh, late <laughs> late charge fee. Don't forget um, to rewind. <clears throat> But uh, okay, so yeah, mine, you know, uh, one of mine is I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with sports. So, and that is, I, I was a very active kid. Like in, in Canada, I was always on, you know, hockey. Uh, all the time it was hockey practice, and whenever I scored a goal, 
got to go to the uh you know it wasn't blockbuster but like the family you know uh uh video store and i got to rent a tape and the first tape that i do remember renting and i remember this is a big deal because i think i was like eight years old and um i i think i scored two goals and my dad was like okay you can you can get whatever you want like nice. i'll you let you i'll let uh, I'll give you the, you want the R-rated? Nug yourself yeah, out. So I, nice. I, I put out FX. Do you remember that show? FX? It, 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 the, yeah. the, the, the station FX? No. Um, it, it's it, it's like a special effect, like 80, like late 80s movie. Mm. I'll send you a link. Anyways, <laughs> I, I, I just remember like, that was the first time like I saw like, like boobies on TV. And I was just like, nice. he, he was like, a, he was like a special effects, like in movies guy and there was like a murder um but yeah uh, so yeah just sports being in the kid it and like i played football in 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 high school and i i remember like before the games the night before the games we always had uh a, a, it was called porch and it was always over at someone's house and it would be the whole team and we like all the the booster club would buy pizzas and food and we would just like just be be kids and just have fun and um I, I miss that. I, I miss being around, you know, that camaraderie, you know, with, with friends and, uh, you know, the football games on Friday nights, you know, in, in high school, like that, 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 that was awesome, man. I totally sound like fucking uncle Rico over here, but that was a lot of fun. Just, just playing sports and the idea of sports as a kid from, you know, age four, all the, all the way to, you know, a, a you know, an adult, you know, just, I, I think they're, they're great for people. They're great for, you know, kids. And I just loved it, man. I, I love that. And it, it reminds me when going back to uh, the video store, when I remember there was this video store in my town that added like an X-rated section in the back oh, and they yeah, ended up, yeah. and they ended up putting like the black uh, trash bags around like the, like the area. I'll never forget that. Like kind of peeking in just to kind of see yeah. what it is. And it's got like the purple lights in there. I'm like, what is this? And like, my dad pulled me back away from it and you know, you're not ready for this type of thing. <laughs> and so I, I do remember that, but back to the video stores, I think you and I talked about this earlier is that, you know, there was something about when you do go and you like, oh, what game am I going to get? What game am I going to get? Ooh, I want, I want Spider-Man Maximum Carnage. Yep. And like, you take it to there and like, would you like it for three days or would you like it for five? Mom, mom. And she's like, three days is fine. And so you get the three days. And then, you know, on the third one, you somehow magically forget to tell her that you have to take it back. And so then you're like, mom, the games do. Oh, shit. Well, I guess you have to take it for five now. And so you, you basically get that extension. I loved doing that. I know it feels terrible to actually say that, that I manipulated my parents to kind of get those extra ones. But those were good. But the other thing I also miss about my childhood, and you talked about like the camaraderie and being able to yep. hang out with kids. I don't think they have these anymore because I think they're like cesspools of disease. But I loved those like things called Discovery Zone. Did you? Ever, I, I, okay. I immediately, th I immediately thought of that when you said cesspool. Yes. I was like, is, is he going to say Discovery Zone? Yeah, they're they're human rat mazes uh, yeah. of plastic tubes <laughs> just running around, sh people shitting, pissing, drooling, and I'm sure per perfect for 2021. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But I loved the fucking Discovery Zone because yeah. whenever you'd go Good there, call, not, my my grandma would take me and she's like, do you want to go to Discovery? Because it's the place you could, you know, drop us off and yep. not have to worry about us because like, hey, where's the kids? I don't know. He's in a fucking tube. You know, you could never see it. And so I loved, you know, 
finding a little a base in there and acting like mm. it's the top thing and sniping people. But yeah, uh, they just don't make places like that anymore. I, if there was an adult Discovery Zone, um, that sounds like it's about to turn into a bad movie. But, oh. <laughs> but I, I would be interested in seeing like an adult Discovery Zone. I'd be all over that. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, an adult Discovery Zone. I, I feel like that would be on Pornhub or something like that, you know. But uh, um. Two dudes pull some tubes and lose. <laughs> uh, watch, watch these two guys getting all these balls. Um, it's a uh, yeah, dude. Good. I thought that was this original thing. I, I did was... too. I was like, am I gonna like out myself when they're like, what the fuck's a discovery zone? Yeah, we but, have, okay, good, we, good. They were they were here. I don't know if producer Matt's in the chat anymore, but uh, that guy, he, I guarantee he probably fucking had an accident and put his pants. In. <laughs> In the ball pit or something like that, but uh, because there's also nothing worse than like sliding down a slide, but and like ripping your like skin off from those slides. There's something yeah. about those tube slides that just like rip your skin apart. Bad, builds bad. character. Builds yeah, character. Absolutely. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I, I I just have one entry here, but kind of a blanket thing. But like, dude, movies, man. Like the especially as a as a child, like movies. You know, you're not you're not maybe like understanding everything about a movie you fucking you know it's it's real to you damn it you know like you are a fucking <laughs> mark you are a yes. mark as a child you know work what I mean? yourself into a shoot brother yeah <laughs> and um I, I don't know if i talked about it on the podcast but like when, when i first moved here from canada you know didn't have a lot of friends and there was a family video store uh you know in our neighborhood it was called empire video and i would just fucking hang out there like literally loiter there. And I, I would get so annoyed <laughs> of, um, I would see the return box just get like piled up with people returning their movies. And then I'd be like, well, fuck, like get that shit out on the floor. Like, let's go people. <laughs> so I, I would, then they would, they would take them out of the box and they would put them on, you know, the end of their counter. And when they got a minute and then they would go and start putting them away. I just started like grabbing them and started putting them away for him. And then like, I did that for like, like two days maybe. And then they were like, Hey, like the, the it was a, 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 a family business. And then they, they basically like, I couldn't work there. Cause I was only like 12, but they're <laughs> like, Hey, we'll give you free movies. If you want to like do this every nice, like, man. Yeah, That's cool. So, so like, I, I'm just all, I was just like in a fucking movie, you know, uh, video store. So like, the whole like this VHS kick that I'm like doing again, yeah, it's, just, it's just fucking awesome. And and my first actual job on my 15th birthday was at an AMC movie theater. And I fucking nice. straight up stepbrothers that shit. I showed nice. up in a fucking tuxedo. Yes. 15 years old, got the job. I, I had every job you could think of at, in the movie theater. I ended up in a as a projectionist. I respect the hell out of that, man. And, um, dude, I would, uh, I'd be the, like, you know, splicing trailers on, on the film and whatnot. And then uh, the, the, the best story I'll, I'll say this real quick is, um, I remember I was, I was up there and it's, it's basically like, they're all connected. So it's just like a long corridor of like cement basically. And you got these little windows wondering how this works. Yeah. You have, you have the pro projection and whatnot, but there's like, it, this was AMC 24. So there's 24 theaters, but they're split. So there'd be like one projectionist on one wing. He did 12, you know, 12 theater uh, um, projections. And then another guy doing 12 projections. Well, anyways, I got a call on my radio. They're like, hey, we're, we're getting some complaints. Is there some like clicking 
some like we're we're hearing some clicking from like a, a couple of the the theaters, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. I fucking would take my skateboard up there, and I would skate nice. in between. And it, it, that my my skateboard would like click, you know, uh, as I was driving by. But I, I I just was like, yeah, I don't know what you're fucking talking about. But uh, yeah, dude, that just just movies, man. Just being a kid and um, fucking whether whether is going to the movies, like going to the premieres and stuff like that, or like not premieres, but like opening night, yeah, like, opening nights, man. Phantom Menace opening night, like and and I I worked there, so I got to see it the night before. Like that's just a memory I'll have forever. So yeah, For that, sure. that that's my number one of childhood is just like fucking watching movies, man. Man, that, that that's so good. And I, I love us being able to do this like little segment. Um just because it's so much fun to kind of just think about kind of where we came from and kind of the yep. way <laughs> that, that this is the way it was. My other two little honorable mentions, and I'll let you talk more about your VHSs. My two honorable mentions are Wendy's breadsticks. Do you remember this? Oh my god, Wendy's breadsticks. No. Yeah, so most people don't. So Wendy's used to have like a sick salad bar and they'd have sick breadsticks. They I remember awesome. the salad bar. I remember the salad bar. So I would go through talking about grandma taking me to Discovery Zone is that I would before we went to Discovery Zone, she'd drop me through um, after school, she would drop me at the Wendy's and I'd order six breadsticks. I'd be like, hey, can I get some breadsticks? And they come in like these little black foil things. Yep. Um, so the Wendy's breadsticks were off the hook, man. I can't even tell you how good they were. So Wendy's breadsticks, <laughs> number two. And then the number one thing that I loved was going to dollar stores and getting Pogs. Did you ever play Ooh, Pogs? Pogs, yeah. Uh, the OJ Slammer. O- yeah, man. O- yeah. I mean, that was the best Slammer on the market. Yeah, and so I would always, and I could never get the real cool pogs, you know, that people like sold like at the card stores and stuff because we were poor. And so we would go to the dollar store and I'd get like the the Green Goblin Slammer and like the Spider-Man base and all that. I mean, I just loved being able to get my little pog tubes and fill those bad boys up with some cheap ass cardboard circles. That 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 OJ Simpson slammer pog. He was like behind the bars. It was <laughs> like the best the best slammer like ever. Yeah, he's he, he he was killer man, wasn't he? Oh oh boy, here we go. Uh, of Wendy's buffet. Yeah, <laughs> all you can eat pudding. <laughs> I forgot about that. Am I am I tripping? Or, but like, I feel like they had like a very heavy like ice cream soft serve presence during that buffet. Kind of. I mean, of they've always had their right? frosty, but their pudding was yeah. Hey, you're, you're not one of those fucking psychopaths that puts uh, your French fry in a um, uh, a frosty, are you? No, 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 no. I eat okay. my frosty straight, bro. Okay, okay, all right, good. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Um, but yeah, tell me about these VHSs, man. Well, you you went on a little bit of a haul. I did, but before we get to that, producer Matt has his his picks here for oh. his his childhood memories. I haven't shared them with you. There's some good nice. Ones. So straight up, number one, nap time. Okay. Like t- yeah. T- t- taking naps. It's like I get it. Like yeah. okay. Yeah. I still yeah. take naps today. Yeah. Okay. Um. And then uh, WWF storylines. Oh fuck yes, that's a good one. You know what I mean? Like, I, I and what, stuff what you it, could not get away with today. No, no. Like, dude, not attitude, a chance. The attitude no era. Chance. Yeah. Yeah. God no. Um. The attitude era just would not even. There'd be no attitude era today. Um. But yeah, dude, those those fucking the Stone Cold Vince McMahon storylines, like, dude, like I, I, the most bonding I've ever done with my dad yeah. was over was over that fucking like three year four year run of like him fighting Vince McMahon all the time. 
Dude, that, I still that, go back and watch those YouTube videos of like clips from like you know from from WWE and things like that. Just to be able to hear the crowd pops were so incredible. Dude, so, uh, so they're good. so awesome. That that hospital one where he hits yeah him hits him with the bedpan. Oh, dude, the, the the fucking best man. Um, okay, well let's get in a, a quick call and then we'll 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 get to wrapping up here. But uh, yeah. yeah, dude. Um, I, I guess I'll show. Let me show the tapes. So this is. Dude, I've been I've been going to Terror Trader like every week, but um, I got a D- Stephen King Dead Zone. I've been on like a fucking John Carpenter Stephen King thing. Cat's Eye, um, and then uh, the OG OG Mummy, and then I took Connor, and this is literally the only one that like was kind of okay for him to get. But uh, nice, fucking, fucking I love goosebumps, that. I love dude. that. Yeah, goosebumps. So uh, we're we're gonna check that out. I haven't seen Cat's Eyes, so I'm pretty excited about that. And then the only toy thing that's not covered in fucking you know boxes and a bunch of shit right now as I'm doing this toy transition is I got I got the fucking the whatever Hell this yeah. was. Uh, yeah. I think this is the San Diego Comic Con. Uh, I Sergeant think that's why they did Slaughter, it. Baby. Yeah, the Mattel Sergeant Slaughter. No, it's not the Chase. Um, it's the there's the the chase is a uh black it's it's all black um so didn't get that but uh and he's big dude he he doesn't really scale well with the gi joe classifieds Mm. but yeah because they're like an inch taller aren't they well he is yeah he you know he he's actually bigger than the gi joe classified Mm. um but I think I can kind of justify it because, like, Sar- it's fucking Sergeant Slaughter. The guy's a fucking unit. He's a weapon. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he, I, I could probably make that work, but I'm still going to keep that in package uh, in hopes that, you know, they, they Hasbro is able to fucking throw some money at him and uh, they, they can get his figure made too because obviously Mattel, Mattel did. So, um, that's all I got, man. What, uh, what, what how many, what, we haven't, done an episode in a month so what you got like six hot toys well what, what's been released let's go ahead and start there i yeah. guess um but no i i don't know if i got to share these with you because one of the pieces i was really wanting that i finally got was um i made a deal with some dude on ebay and got uh you know how those you go. and your fucking ebay deals no, dude. no i was able to make a deal and i was able to procure um four pieces that i really needed to kind of round out some lines and one of the from, ones from one from one seller four, yeah because he, he, yeah, he was just yeah he was oh sweet he was That's just doing and so one of the things i was really wanting um was uh was the suicide squad harley quinn i told you i've been wanting that one for a while um so i did get a suicide squad harley quinn with a customizable tongue um because i guess the okay the, the current one is kind of flat and this one you just pop in there and it, uh, got a big tongue um other than that um looking around here i obviously got captain rex which was exciting yeah um, he is everything um and more and uh and lando came in yesterday so i mean he looks awesome okay. so uh yeah some good some good stuff coming and uh, I'm excited to see what comes next, man. Yeah, I, I, I got some stuff in the mail, too. So, um, you know, doing these every other week, it'll be hard to, uh, you know, um, hold stuff until, yeah. you know, because I, I think I have my I finally shipped my pile of loot from Big yeah. Bad. And I think it's Gotta supposed to get $4 here tomorrow. Shipping. Yeah, it's, it's the best. Um, OK, well, let's I, uh, I do have to ask real quick. Do you feel like it's a personal win if you just completely rob them on shipping? Uh...
I don't really look at it like that. <laughs> like, like I'm sticking it to them, but yeah, I, I specifically will like, you know, strategically like, okay, I know I got this coming in and I got a thousand weeks. kilos here four bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is pretty nice because I, I definitely think like I have a lot coming out of that pile of loot and it's four bucks. So, um, anyways, uh, okay. Well, let's, I don't know why we didn't talk about this at first. Let's get the elephant out of the room. No, I'm not at a fucking, uh, uh, Denny's bathroom. Um, as some of you might know, uh, I finally fucking, uh, lost my, well, I didn't lose my toy room. So we have a five bedroom house here. Uh, we have, uh, a guest room downstairs, master upstairs and, my toy room and then the two kids rooms well our twins were sh sharing a room so i i knew it this was time, day was huh? yeah i knew this day was gonna come someday um the twins are five you know they want they want their own rooms and i they they, they weren't really like you know you know kind of like on my ass about it i was just like it's just it's just fucking time let's let's just do it so I started taking my fucking toy room down and holy anxiety attack, dude. That was such a feat. So now my fucking toy room is literally all over my house. It's insanely stressful. I have all the kids rooms are done. It's great. Fantastic. The guest room is now completely empty. Uh, the first thing that I did in the guest room was I knocked down the closet so I'm I'm doing some some Once demo again, another another flex that you know how to do things that I can't. Yeah, well, I did I just harnessed my my inner college days, uh, um, uh, Kyle, and just started punching fucking holes in the wall. Did you drink some monster before? I, I, yeah, I, dr I drank the, a can of monster, uh, a couple bangs, and just just went to town there. Um, yeah, so that and that that really opens up the room, and now I'm 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 fully planning it, and that's why I kind of want to talk about it a little bit. You know, when it comes to, you know, you're in a, a position where you're going to be able to set up a toy room. I've put a lot of thought into this. I had a pretty nice setup before, but now I'm kind of transitioning to a certain, you know, collecting mindset, if you will. A um, certain aesthetic you're looking for, right? Very much a certain aesthetic. You've definitely been kind of pushing me in that direction of that. And you know, having everything kind of boxed up for a week now, it's kind of put things in perspective a little bit. And that perspective is, I think I'm really, I'm, I'm pretty much out of the six inch black wow. series game now. Wow. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't like, I don't miss them, you know, like they're, they're, they're in a box. I'm not seeing them and I don't even think twice about it. So now I start thinking, well, do I really need to put up 300 of them? and waste a ton of shelf space on all these figures when I can maybe get something else that I'm more into right now. So I think once I get my, my kind of my build, I, I'm doing um, a bill. Like I have the Ikea Billy cases. I'm doing a, a Billy case hack. So they all look built into the room. I'm going to have a little podcast kind of studio, if you will. It's going to look really nice. I'm really excited about it. One wall is going to be completely detoffs have six detoffs so that's three more than i have and uh yeah i think i think i'm just going to be more directing into the the hot do hot toy game but you know i'm, I'm still going to have 
a ton of Star Wars. Like I'm gonna obviously have my OG Kenner set. Um, right, and, and I'm just that should not go anywhere. Yeah, I I think I'm just more drawn to like old old stuff now too. Like I I, I want to make the painful step to the real Ghostbusters. You know, we've talked about we need to get some firehouses. You know, so it it kind of is put things in perspective but let me ask you this when when you set up uh y- your room what kind of plan did you have did were you like look i'm just going to stuff as many detops in here as possible did you kind of talk about you know color palettes did you get that crazy or did you kind of just like i'm going to start with this and and we'll see or did you have the full vision baked out before you even you know lay you know threw a hammer on the wall or whatever yeah, funny throwing a hammer on the wall because I can't do that stuff. Stop, Liter- Dave. I can't literally build threw shit. A hammer. I can't build shit. Um, but it, it's an interesting, I guess, timeline. If you go back to my little YouTube channel and you watch um, the collection room volume one, two, three, you can see the progression of yep. the way I collected and the way I displayed things. And originally, my first iteration when I kind of when I first got married and, you know, I kind of trying to figure out like how to collect and what I'm allowed to have, you know, not that, you know, she says what you can and can't have, but, um, but I was trying to say, okay, I'm not just a single bachelor anymore. What right. I need to reprioritize, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I had my bookcases and all my little black series and it was just, uh, and Funko pops. I just had all kinds of different things just kind of yep. thrown there. And so my next step, I was like, you know, I got some really cool pieces, but I can't see them in this damn room. And yeah. so then I went to lighting and I was like, okay, let me try to get some lighting in here. Got my, my hue strips. And then from there I'm like, okay, well I got some good lighting, but now I don't know if I have good enough cases. So then I upgraded the cases and it was when I moved into our house here, I said, okay, as you know, Amy said, you get one room in this damn house, one yeah. damn <laughs> room. I'm like, okay. And so I got those dimensions. And from those dimensions, I said, okay, if this wall's this long, here's what I can get. How many and I so, can fit in. Yeah, yeah, that's how many I can fit in here. And from then, like even since I've been in here, I guess uh, we, we moved into this house about a year and two months ago. Um, you know, it's already been through like two major renovations and yep. such. And that's just kind of what it is, is that you look at it every single day and you say, okay, this is visually pleasing to me. What can I do to make it better? And I think that's just kind of the way you do when you collect is you're like, what can I do to make my collection important to me? How do I show these case, these people's, how do I showcase this? And I love, we were just having um, a brunch with some friends on Sunday. The neighbors across the street said, Hey guys, you won't believe it. You got to come over to Kevin's house and see the shit he's got upstairs. Come on, come on. Granted, yep. we were on our drunken rage, obviously, at that point. So I have, like, four dudes stumbling up our stairs to, like, come look. I was like, oh, easy, guys. Easy, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but it, it's a cool party trick to be able to show your collection room. And, For sure. And, and I like that. And if you have an adult co- adult collection of something that's, you know, thought that went into it and not just haphazardly thrown onto a shelf or a bookcase, people respect that. And they're like, wow, you are not just a hoarder. You are a collector. And I think that's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I think how you handled it too, like you made small changes. You didn't do something where it's like, okay, I, I fucking, I'm going to have, uh, you know, a bunch of detoffs. And then, uh, you know, a year later, you're like, actually, I don't like detoffs. I want Billy cases now. So you, you just made improvements yeah, I defined, to your collection. I defined what worked for me because yeah. like you had said, don't, 
move into this house and buy 30 detoffs and be like, oh shit, I really don't like these. Yep. Um, I found out that this works good for me. I can actually build these. These are the one things I can build. Uh, I've, seen, I've seen it. I've yeah, seen, I've seen there's your a video YouTube of me video. doing it. Yeah. Um, still crooked, but at least I got it done. Um, but that's kind of what I did is that, you know, incrementals and just kind of see what works for you. And as long as you are happy in your collecting room, then that's what it really matters. I mean, yep. you should be able to walk in and be like, ah, this is my stuff. And I like totally. it. Yeah, so so be on the be on the lookout. I'll be trying to keep up with posting on uh, you know the steps and uh, the progression of that. It's gonna. And I've seen the blueprints, it's man. Be a if, whale. if it's what it's if it's what you're uh, showing me, I, I'm pretty excited for you, brother. I I, I will say this. Um, I'm leaving more wall space open for art. That was something my last yes, room yes. lacked, and I have a ton of fucking art. Like, it, yeah, that, I wish that I had one to have. I do. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you're, you're, you're kind of in that predicament now. Like you, you're, you're unable to do it. You're like how I, I was. So now like that's, I'm putting that, you know, in my mind now and I'm like, no, I'm not going to go seal. I'm not going to go ceiling or sorry, floor to ceiling yeah. of this cabinet. I'm going to go, you know, um, floor to like countertop and then open. So I, I, I think I have a full wall. Um, cool. with just a couch in front of it. And then I have another wall that is like waist high countertop. That's where sail barge razor crest is going to go on that countertop, some statues, but, and then all of that wall space is going to be art. I'm not going to be hanging, um, any figures on the wall. I kind of, I kind of was doing that. And I, I, I feel like, I feel like people start with that. I'm going to, I'm going to hang, you know, these, uh, this convention exclusive, you, you know, celebration Darth Maul on, on my wall. And then it's like the bubble starts coming off a little bit. Yeah, or if you got that yeah. Chewbacca 40th one, that fucking thing falls right off, you know? So I, I'm not putting anything on the wall anymore, taking up too much, uh, you know, precious wall space. So, it's uh it's it's fucking I'm excited about it but dude it is all, it is so fucking stressful man. Yeah it is stressful especially I've had that thing where all my collection is outside of the room and you're yeah. like I I'm not comfortable with this and you and I talked about it. I mean you have things in a bathtub and you're like they're not meant to be in a bathtub yeah. and so you have to like how long can they sit in this bathtub and so you got to oh, get that man. stuff out man but it's going to be so worth it. I'm excited for you. Thanks, dude. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll keep everyone up to date on that. So we'll, let's. Uh, you you want to do our, our our recommendations of the week and, and call it? Yeah. So um, we also want to start. You know, we, we always like to imp- just like we're improving our collections. We also like to improve the podcast and give us things that are conversational and fun and things like that. So Dave and I have started to do this idea called your recommendation of the week. And so. Dave, you said you had one of these ready. The only thing yep. I can recommend at this time is, um, and, and it doesn't have to necessarily be you know toy related, but I finally got a refrigerator in the garage. Ooh, and for some oh, reason, that on. is such a game changer. And I don't know if it's like me just being, uh, Amy's like, all right, dinner time, are you ready? And I was like, yeah, let me walk out and get my drink out of, the, out of that one. Because for some reason... Those drinks just hit different. They do because they're yours, damn it. They're yours. So I highly recommend if you have an opportunity to get the refrigerator in the garage. It's it's the best, dude. Um, <laughs> we we I got I got a beer. I call it the beer fridge, you know, in, in the garage. But I, I got one at the cabin too, and it's just you know the whole the whole front part is just covered in stickers too. Because you don't give a shit about it, you know. As That's long as, long as it's keep... I got some sticker space now. 
there you go, man. And you just got some Toy Isle podcast stickers. Like, Absolutely. That's part of some fig sets, by the way. There they you give go. You some sweet swag. Got to say that. <laughs> um, all right. So my, my recommendation is if you're watching this podcast, you're a collector. If you're not watching, if, if you're watching this podcast and you're not a collector, I mean, thank you. Thank you for watching. But uh, you, you, you're probably a collector and you're probably going to like Halloween. So my recommendation is. Yeah, it might might seem a little like we a little outside our our typical action figure collecting mindset, but I'm recommending Spooky Village. So this is Lee Max Spooky Village, and you've you've seen their shit. They 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 usually do the Christmas Village, you know the little the little porcelain, you know, a a, a fucking right. <laughs> little store or a little yeah. grocery store and the little figure skater, but they have, they have a spooky village Halloween setup. And what my wife and I've been doing, she's not a collector at all. My wife, you know, she does not like pretty much anything. I like we we're, we're completely opposites in, in, in that. And it's, I mean, it's, we have a great marriage because of it. Cause we have like stuff to talk about. Like same, she could talk same, about her stuff. I can talk about my stuff. It's not, we're talking about the same stuff. And, um, but she, she, she's into this. She, she's very much into it. So it, it's very cool to, to kind of share that with her. And our rule is every Halloween or not every Halloween, but every season we buy one of these uh, spooky village things. And we got about like six of them now. And what we started doing this year is making an actual diorama out of, you know, um, mold, uh, foam board and styrofoam, you know, painting it black, adding a little, some grass, making little you, tombstones and man. shit. And that, that's just been so fun. It, it, it extends the whole Halloween thing. I mean, we started it in September 1st. We got them out. You know, started hitting the Michaels looking for them because they're they're hard to find too. Like they're spooky village fucking collectors. They're like Hot Wheel collectors. They're wild, and um, so it's it's got that exclusivity thing that us collectors like. And um, so that's my recommendation. Look in the spooky village. Um, it's just fun, man. So we're gonna be doing this uh, every week. And it can be anything. It can be a a, a a toy, like an actual act. I recommend fucking Sergeant Slaughter. It could be a Netflix show, Midnight Mass. You know, it could be a fucking uh, refrigerator in the garage, a, a frosty that Kevin dips his French fries in. You know, it it, it 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 could be anything. So we're gonna start doing that. But um, dude, it's been too long, man. Good talking to you, man. Thank you guys uh, for for hanging out with us. Uh, it's good to be back on the air, man. And uh. Yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's been good, man. Yeah, so for everybody out there, if you are hanging with us this far, make sure, if you've not done so already, to leave us a review, like us, follow, subscribe, all those things. Stay engaged in the community. We want to stay engaged with you because we love our audience. We love our people here at the Toy Isle Podcast. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's it's very much appreciated. The reviews are what help us out the most, you know. So if you're on Spotify, great. Thank you. Um, you know, tell a friend and if you are on Apple, uh, please leave us a review. It, it would really go a long way. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for all the support and we'll see you guys in two weeks. Peace out everyone. Later. See ya.